Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Tuesday, June 14th in the year 2022. And we are into yet another day of delayed January 6th hearings, which I'm sure everybody is so upset about. Oh, yeah, they needed more time after about 18 months of of nonsense of the clown show. They needed more time to prepare the video. That makes all sorts of sense. But what can I say? Nancy Pelosi at the helm. Here we go. Hey, Patriots, before we begin, MyPillow.com is the place to get some of your best sleep and bedroom products. And right now they've got a new line of slippers. And those slippers include, they're all the all-season slippers. So you've got all-season women's, all-season men, and they've got a all-season slip-on, and they have an all-season moccasin. And they even have women's thong sandals and men's slide sandals and a whole bunch of other stuff. So check these new slippers out. It's pretty awesome. It's $90 off with your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and of course, if you head over to the Bards Nation landing page, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, you're going to be part of an elite and exclusive group that understands the importance of changing the world through prayer and worship. That doesn't come out on the MyPillow page, though, just so we're clear. But it's there in, in, in concept. <laughs> so head on over to mypillow.com forward slash Bards. Check out also the check out this whole new line of slippers. You won't be disappointed. You also have that it is the home of the best sleep products, best mattresses, best pillows, best sheets, best comforters, all those things. And you can use your promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, Frank Speech site, and the MyStore site. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. And of course, you're checking out the new slippers, which you can't possibly live a whole day without going and checking them out. You're just, you're, it's going to be nagging at you. You're going to be like driving down the road and go, Bars, why would you say this to me? Because now I've got to pull over and check on my phone what the new slippers are like. And then if you want to talk to a real person, you can call 800-975-2939. 800-975-2939 and use your promo code Bards. And you've got a Patriot Pillow Counselor on standby. So there you go. And you're on your way. Well, Patriots, we got some normal crazy in the news. And, of course, I just want to – highlight i'm gonna i've got a piece coming up here by candace owens but i think she sums it up pretty well that somehow pride the pride month has been translated to walking around with assless chaps so that young children can see their naked butt that's pretty much it i'm gonna just play this piece right here and by the way if you're in the pride movement nice job you're you're accomplishing all new levels of stupid this is. Stop pretending that this is about pride when you need to wear assless chaps and shake your butt in front of a child's face. And then you say, oh, if you have any issues with this, then it's because you're a bigot and you're raising your child to be a bigot. Your baby needs to be anti-racist, like your baby needs to be anti and pro and supportive of all of these various causes. They need to be pro-trans. They need to be actively pro-trans agenda. It's debauchery. Everywhere you look, look at the pride parade. Why is it so okay to take your children to a Thanksgiving Day parade? You have no fears, but you know fully well that if you take your child to a pride parade, your child is going to be exposed to a bunch of sexuality on display. 
because that's just what they're allowed to do for an entire month. They're allowed to be overtly sexual and pretend that they're a special snowflake and that if you don't like it, it's because you're somehow uh, a heterosexual freak who doesn't understand that people need to express themselves. I'm said this many, many times that the left has no cognitive capacity to think past their nose. And that goes with everybody wrapped up into this progressive pride nonsense. This is the question I ask, and I am very serious in this question. What do you think the consequences are going to be as you continue to groom people's kids and flaunt your sexual crap in people's face because you can't identify for anything other than what you've sexually identified yourself as. Do you think you're building goodwill? Because I've got news for you. I don't care whether it's a conservative Christian, a Muslim. They're less tolerant than Christians, by the way. And a Buddhist, a Hindu, you start pushing your sexual crap in people's face the pendulum swings and nobody's going to care or give a rip about anything. You're going to lose all the rights you've gained, not because they're going to take it away, but because people just aren't going to give you any concern anymore. You're going to become an irrelevant class. So what is it that goes through your mind? That's a direct question to everybody in the rainbow warrior coalition of stupid because it's literally there. If you don't think the parents are starting to bubble up and get pissed off, you are seriously in a different zone because this backlash is coming. And for those of you on the supposedly on the conservative side of this, like the log cabin Republicans, do you think you're going to be immune from this? Because you haven't said a damn thing about grooming kids. And you've been a and the MAGA movement opened their arms to you and said, come on over to the MAGA movement. That welcome mat's going to get run out because of your own inaction, because silence is a vote, period. End of story. And I'd love to know how many of the log cabin Republicans are running around with assless chaps, because I bet there's a ton of them. And that's really where we have to be, because we're seeing the whole thing as it truly is. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. It is time to wage some spiritual war. Father, we, we come to you today just very focused as we do each day, humbled to be here and assembled as a fellowship across the globe. We're deeply blessed by the continued reveals that you're showing to us. And again, I think that this is a place, Lord, where I'm going to say we have really tried. We have, we have tried to be temperate and tolerant of a movement that has stolen your rainbow, mind you. And we've tried to pray and we've tried to be accepting. We've tried to listen. And yet, as all things happen with evil, we give an inch, they take 10 miles. The depravity that's being displayed in this month of June is supposed to be now a pride month where apparently pride translates to sexual debauchery, walking around in front of children, swinging their junk, showing off their naked butt, and other insanities. This is straight up Babylon. So, Father, I, I guess where we could put ourselves in truth and say, we tried and yet forgive us for not being stronger to stand up and say no. That's that confusing line that sometimes that we walk of temperance and tolerance and that line of that red line where we say no more. 
and we're there. The grooming of our children is is a line way too far, and sadly, there's still too many parents that have been swept up into this nonsense and exposing their kids to this debauchery and sexual depravity and thinking it's a way to become woke. The only awakening we need is in people's hearts to see Jesus and to understand the true sense of who we are and what we're here for. And of course, in the world that we are now, the problem is that we have this woke culture that immediately accuses us of being Christian bigots because we're judging them. Fact is, we are, in a sense, judging them by drawing a red line that says we will not accept this behavior in our lives. We'll pray for them gladly, Father, and we do. But we're praying for a hand of justice on this. We need, as well, the tools to be able to reach to these people to where Christ can grab hold and seize their heart and open it up to show them their wrongs. This is an unacceptable spin of things, and sadly, our politicians that are all part of the same, embracing this entire movement as though it has some special class within the, the public space, embracing this entire movement as though we should all be celebrating with them the rainbow nonsense. The only rainbow is yours, Father. And we declare it today. As we declared it on the 1st of June, we declare it today. Again, it is your rainbow, not theirs. And we proclaim it to be yours and reclaim it in this world as yours. We are at a point in time, Lord, that there is a lot of, I would not use the term frustration, but a lot of delineation in the path that we walk. We're very clear, increasingly clear on what can and, we, and what we'll accept. And as much as we tried to build the bridge across, we're reminded that Christ did not meddle in the petty affairs of men, but instead stayed true to the course of what your mission was, as him as your son. Father, we're seeking now more than ever is that clarity as Christ walked on this earth. That clarity of, in, of focus and intent to stay away from the fray and the chaos that's going around us, to stay battle-focused on the mission ahead, to spread the word, to spread the love, to not be attached to the idolatries that seem to be constantly swooning around us, to not be attached to the, to the things that we somehow seem to worship, whether intentional or, or subconscious, and to be focused again and again on the mission of why we are here. Father, these are big times to unravel the teachings that we've been indoctrinated with. And sadly, they're not and have never been about building an intimate and personal relationship with you, Lord. We've allowed this idea that somehow the pulpit becomes a surrogate God. We've allowed the idea that going to church to be saved constitutes as well, always dropping something in a money pot. We've grown into a culture where peace at any cost, which is a lie. And we have forgotten the warrior spirit, which you put us here with what old Testament speaks of that ferocity to stand up for what is truly right in this world. Forgive forgive us for those transgressions. And at the same time, help us elevate that intensity and passion in the love of you, the love of Christ 
to understand that there are truly things at stake here. This is not a game. This is not some little walk in the park. This is not something a meme is going to fix. This is about a commitment in our faith, in our depth of relationship with you that is focused, laser focused in everything that we do. And with that comes that we must confront an enemy that has cast you out, that has seized that their world is one that will revolve around Lucifer himself, that they see children as a prize, that they live through the identities of their sexual behavior, and that these and they accept their sins of this world even to take them to hell. So let us bless them on their way. Father, right now we're just calling and praying for the rise of the warrior class to be bold, to be fearless, and to hold that line as we must and as we are instructed to do. Guide us in these times. Bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is a time when so much is being revealed in so many different forms, and truly God is moving. Listen to this interview that Cooper, uh, Alice, Allison Cooper, not Anderson, Anderson Cooper, should be Alice Cooper. He's about, they're both equal freaks. Anderson Cooper and John Stewart did. Listen to this. This is two minutes. You have actually uh, interacted with some people who got very deep in this QAnon world. Yes. Uh, to the point that they had and embraced conspiracy theories about you, like yes. some really horrifying things. Yeah. And yeah. how did you end up reaching out and, and talking to one of them? Um, well, one of them, there was a person in a documentary that CNN was doing about QAnon, and this guy, I think he was in Australia, who believed that I ate babies. Yeah. And um, currently, and... Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, and, and that was just one of the QAnon beliefs. You know, Q, I mean, it's just, it's insane. It's based on age old, like anti-Semitic tropes, uh, and anti-Catholic tropes. The whole thing of like, you know, blood libel, Jews eating the blood, you know, drinking the blood of children. The Nazis said that. That's what QAnon believes as well, but it's all celebrities and people on television. And, uh, yeah, so I interviewed the guy. I, cause he's now, the first guy had now renounced his beliefs. And I wanted to know, like, did you genuinely believe this that I, like, was eating babies? And he was like, yeah, I, I yeah, I did. And he was like, I'm sorry. You seem like a nice guy. I was yeah. like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I was like, no, don't, don't make any definite decisions. See how, you know. I mean, those moments must be nice, but obviously they're few and far between, right? Like, yes. there's, we, I feel like there's not a wave of people renouncing QAnon. No, no, no. I did. I've interviewed another guy who uh, reached out to me on, on direct message to tell me that I was going to be executed. I think it was last March in Washington. And uh, I was like, I mean, does he really think this? And so I actually reached out. I was like, you know, how do you, what, what, why that date? I was just sort of curious. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, we started talking and he seemed interested in talking and I ended up interviewing him and, and it was fascinating. You know, he had a family, he had a, a life and he believes the Vatican has fallen and the Pope has been arrested and that Joe Biden is not president, but it's somebody in a costume that looks like Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to finding out which one of you guys is right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, thanks for being here. I'll tell you right now, that ending is interesting. This is all sorts of things that are coming out. And this is a, a there's more red pill in that one statement. By the way, as I was told when I was in Afghanistan, the reason Anderson Cooper got kicked out of Afghanistan is because he decided to have sex with his interpreter. And the Afghans got so mad about it, they threatened to kill him. So they decided he was better, probably better not stay in there.
We, we've got some, and that's what their scuttlebutt was. So anyway, we are dealing with some really sick people. The question you have to ask yourself is, why would that even come up in a conversation? Why, and why not just brush it off if it wasn't true? But when people have guilt, they start to talk a lot like that. Here's another crazy perspective, a good one. This comes from one of the congressmen. Now that we protect turtle eggs. Turtles, if you destroy a turtle egg, it's a federal offense with a very big fine. If you destroy an eagle egg, it's a very big offense with a federal fine. Do you find that odd? And I'm just in dialogue with this person. Do you find that odd that in federal law, we protect an eagle egg, acknowledging that's an eagle inside that egg, and we protect a turtle egg, saying we acknowledge that's a turtle inside that egg, but we allow the destruction of children. And to my shock, they responded, well, turtles and eagles are endangered. So they should be protected. And I'm called the extremist. Exactly. This is the inversion. And I'll tell you, there's only one way through this in the end. And I think this is where we are going to see this storm truly produce an interesting outcome. People are going to have to truly suffer in this period of time. And I don't ever pray for people to suffer. Well, maybe a little bit. But in the sense of awakening, waking up. They've lived in such an ideal world, in, in the ideals of a state that has programmed them, that they have to start confronting the harsh and brutal truths. And that is, in the end, the only way that this will correct, have any hope of correcting itself, is that every single person is immersed in the, and bathed in the absolute truth and the horrors of what has happened. When you get to a place where they can justify killing children and paying and seeing someone arrested for damaging a turtle egg, that's some sickness right there. And that's sickness in deep level programming is what that is. Of course, you know, the January 6th objective is to go after Trump and their ultimate goal is to try to get him subpoenaed and if not arrested. On the January 6th hearings, based on the evidence that lawmakers have presented so far, does the president believe that Attorney General Merrick Garland should prosecute former President Donald Trump? Look, the president uh, has said this before uh, in voicing his support for the vital work of the bipartisan January 6th uh, select committee. Uh, and as Kevin McCarthy said just days after the attack, we cannot sweep this under the rug. Uh, we, all, we agree all Americans should watch and remember the, the horrors uh, of one of the darkest days in our history. Uh, but this is up to the Department of Justice. This is the Department of Justice, and the president has been very clear, uh, Department of Justice is in is independent. Uh, the president uh, chose uh, uh, Attorney General Garland uh, because of, of his loyalty to the law and our Constitution and to restore the independence and integrity of the Justice Department. And this, that's exactly what the Attorney General is doing. So we leave it up to the Department of Justice. So the economy is crashing and we're doing January 6th. COVID came into January and we did the finalization of the impeachment of Trump. What is it that keeps driving their hatred for him? Maybe it's this. He gained tremendous ground under President Trump. First president in U.S. history to acknowledge 
that children are being sold for sex in this country. First president to open an office in the White House to form coalitions with law enforcement to, to release funding to save America's children. The executive order that President Trump signed under his administration, his work, Ivanka Trump's work, that executive order was rescinded day two of the Obama White, of the Biden White House. Now, this is about saving children. We don't ask when we save children, is it a Muslim kid, a Christian kid, you know, from Cuba, Honduras, Venezuela, or from the USA? The, the Biden White House is yet to answer why they would reverse an order to defend and protect America's children. Well, we know why. And we know why. And it's even, it's probably even worse than some of what we're knowing in all truth. But they are not going to let go of the kids, which are the prize for them, of everything that they do, everything they represent, and everything that they live for. These people are truly, truly dark and evil. And it's the love of the obsession of children and the destruction of it that they are they are continually striving to maintain. And that's really what we're fighting. I want to read this piece to you as we close. And it, it, it's going to use some terms you're not going to like, but there's some. this is a historical reference. I just want to keep this in mind. So listen closely. And it's referring to sodomite. In Babylon, take a listen to this. In Babylon, there was never any whores as we know it. Women were busy and chased after men. That was normal. Now I'm not saying Babylon didn't have whores. There were just very specific terms and conditions which makes a whore of Babylon. They were known as sodomites. A sodomite is someone who is a tranny priest. Those were the very specific terms and conditions to be a whore of Babylon. Back then, they were priestesses of Ishtar. Now notice how sodomite has been changed so it means to conduct anal sex. Well, it's been changed to hide its origins. The former sodomites has become what we know today as drag queens, pedophiles, and basically ritual Satanists as they worship the androgyny, the duality, trans equals superpowers. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Never, never give in to this fight. Ever, ever, ever. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. So keep your prayers up for the warrior spirit to rise. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible 
Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 